Good morning, my friend. I hope you're doing well, and I hope that you had a great weekend. It was a nice weekend here on the river, a little bit windy, but beautiful, and we just had a good a good time. We had a good day at church yesterday and a good lunch with friends, and just hope that you're getting ready for a great week here as things get started. Um, hey, listen, shout out on Wednesday. June 14th, it's Lisa's birthday. So if you love Lisa, like I do, and if you find her encouraging, um, then shoot her an email, lisa at lisawarren.com, L-I-S-A-W-A-R-R-E-N, lisa at lisawarren.com, or hit heart and leave a reply or comment to this episode or send us an email. And let us know uh, what you think about Lisa. It'd be good for her to hear some encouragement on Wednesday. So you're going to hear this on Monday. Shoot her something for Wednesday. Say a little happy birthday, if you don't mind. You can also leave a voicemail, um, speakpipe, S-P-E-A-K-P-I-P-E, speakpipe.com slash Dr. Lee Warren, speakpipe.com slash Dr. Lee Warren. And you can leave her a little voicemail and let her know what you think about her. So that'd be great. Hey, um, quick episode today. I've got kind of a late start today, and i got to get to the hospital. But um, I heard a Instagram post that uh, made me think about an old episode that we did for a quiet time a while back. And I'm going to share that with you this morning. Um, but before we do that, there's been some just devastating, hard things on the prayer wall lately. If you're not connected to the prayer wall, check it out, wlewarnmd.com slash prayer. And it's a great place to go if you want to find yourself praying for other people, which is a great way to connect to God more closely is when you give yourself some time to pray for other people. And also, if you have something going on in your life that you want to pray about, it doesn't have to be a hard thing. It can be a good thing. If you just want to praise or give thanks, or if you've got something really big going on, you can leave a prayer request there. And people all over the world will pray for you. And every time somebody prays for you, you'll get an email that says, hey, somebody pray for you. And by the way, that email that comes out has my name on it. It's got the, the Lee at Dr. Lee Warren address, but it's automated from the prayer wall. So you don't have to click reply and write back and say thanks every time you're notified. I think some people think that Lisa and I are actually sending you an email to tell you that somebody prayed for you, but that's generated inside the system. So I don't have time to respond to all those emails that we get that say thanks. Um, so just, just so you know, that's an automated response. So the system will let you know when someone is praying for you, but we're not personally doing that. So I mean, we, we do definitely want you to know that people are praying for you, but we're getting dozens of, hey, thanks for that prayer, uh, thanks for praying for us kind of emails, and it, and it just, I can't respond to every one of those. So if I don't respond to you, please don't think I'm ignoring you. The system is up and in place that we've done all that work to make sure that people are praying for you and you get notified when they do. So just know, wl1md.com slash prayer is always there for you. But since we've had so many hard things, I had a great interview on Friday with an incredible writer named Elisa Britt Shelley. And Alicia has written some great books, and she has a new book coming out on July 18th called The Night is Normal. And it's about the the fact that we go through these hard times in our lives and, and times when our spirits seem far from God and things that seem really difficult and dark, but that that's a normal process of the, de- the development of ourselves spiritually and a normal process and part of life. And so she's it's, it's a tremendous book. It's going to really help help you. But I asked Alicia that the day that we recorded, I had some incredible prayer requests. And I just asked her, hey, would you pray for us? And, and for somebody who's going through something hard, give us a word of encouragement. And I'm going to share this with you 
because it's going to help you today, but also as a little teaser for the episode that's coming in a, in a few weeks. I'm going to release that episode on July 18th, the day that her book comes out. But check it out if you want a head start. Go check out Alicia Britt Sholey's books, uh, and The Night is Normal is the new one that's coming. Here's Alicia and what she had to say when you're going through something hard. So so somebody listening, I have this prayer wall on my website, and yeah. people write in and put in prayer requests, and people all over the world praying for each other. And and, and somebody tonight is going to get on there and say, I just lost my husband or oh, I just yeah. got a bad diagnosis or, you know, my grandkids won't talk to me anymore. There's, there's always something out there. So for the listener, Alicia, who mm-hmm. today is their day when they hit that massive thing and they're plunged into the darkness, what do you say, like acute phase reaction to that person to, to help them today? What do you say? Yes. I would encourage face God with the pain Uh, to the extent you can even wrap words around it. Yeah. You may need to just sit in silence and mourn, but face him with the mourning. You may be at a point already where you're yelling, then face him with your screams. That's right. You may be at the place where uh, you don't think you, (laughs) you don't think you like him or love him. Then face him with your discouragement. Honesty is an incredible friend of both mental and spiritual and emotional and physical health. Be as honest as you possibly can and know that he is near. I think back, um, you know, to the massive things in my life again, alluding to your book, which is such going to be such a gift to so many generations. Uh, And that ability to like Job, sit in the ashes and be honest with God. That's faith. You know, faith is not a spiritualized form of optimism. We have more potential for great faith when we feel nothing and wonder what we believe than when we feel great and think we know all the answers. That's right. We, we are poised for some of the greatest contributions of faith in our massive things when we're sitting in the ashes. Because there's something about honesty. There's something about especially the honest questions. You know, the purpose of honest questioning isn't getting answers. It's building trust. That's what we're doing through our honesty. And so as we face God with our honest, whatever it happens to be, we're actually building trust. At the very time when it feels like our God concepts are being shredded and shattered. That's right. You know, this feels like that time you're encouraging our listener here who's going through the massive thing. And earlier I asked you if you would pray for us, and I forgot mm-hmm. to ask you to as we started the, the episode. So this is the time. That, let, let's pray for that person right now, Alicia. Yes. Say a prayer. Yeah, be happy to. Lord, you see my brother, you see my sister. Their world seems to be falling apart. Things that they loved have been ripped from their hands. It is dark. It is dark even within them. God, you are the one who keeps our lamp burning. You are the one who turns our darkness into light. And you are breathing right now into that soul. You are breathing hope. You are breathing faith. You are breathing love. And so I pray for my brother and sister on the edge of despair. I pray for them 
that they could do what any good patient needs to do, be still and let the surgeon do his work, to be still and trust the surgeon. And so, God, I pray that in their stillness, that your love would surround them and protect them. I pray that as they wait for dawn, that your hope would support them. And I pray most of all, God, that you would grant them the courage to be brutally honest and face you with the pain. Because I know as centuries, as millennia of followers of you have affirmed, I know that when we face you, that you take that pain and you forge it into a substance we in this generation desperately need, a substance of purified love, the substance of character. In Jesus' name, I commit them to you. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Okay, so I was on Instagram the other day, and I follow a lot of um, accounts that are about dogs and bird dogs, and we have pointers, Harvey and Lewis, of course. And one of the bird dog accounts that I follow posted uh, a post from a woman who's a horse trainer, and she was talking about, I don't I don't really have a lot to do with horses in my life, but one of our daughters, Katie, and our granddaughter, Scarlett, and grandson, George, love horses and ride horses and train horses. So whenever I see something, it makes me think about them. So I watched this post, and she was talking about how you get a horse to do what you need it to do because horses are kind of spooky and scared and when they're young they don't know you know what to do and when somebody tries to ride them they want to buck and all that stuff and they don't want to follow you and they want to bite you and all these things and she said what you do is you make the bad thing hard and you make the good thing easy make the bad thing hard and make the good thing easy so when the horse starts to buck up or the horse starts to bite or the horse refuses to follow then you put some pressure on them you, you discipline them a little bit and, and as soon as they start doing the right thing you back off on the discipline and you and you encourage them give them a treat you know speak to them differently pet them differently and you basically make the the bad thing hard make them make them have an, a synapse that forms in their brain that says when i do this it gets harder for me and when i do that it gets easier for me and that made me think of this scripture that shows up in two places in scripture. It's uh, Proverbs four twenty six and 27. Make a level path for your feet and let all your ways be established. Don't turn to the right or the left. Remove your foot from evil. Make a level path. And then in uh, Hebrews twelve thirteen, it says the same thing. Make a level path for your feet. Strengthen your knees. Strengthen your feeble knees and your weak hands and make a level path for your feet so that your foot won't be twisted or put out of joint, but rather be healed. So Hebrews twelve thirteen and Proverbs four twenty six and 27, this wisdom of making a level path for your feet. I used to teach my kids that. Kaylin and I would talk about it all the time. Like that when you're making a choice, and this is not about avoiding hard things or not, not doing strenuous things. It's not that. It's if wisdom says, if there's one path you can go that's, that's full of poisonous snakes and, you know, roadside bombs and all these things, and you can look ahead and say, boy, that path is super dangerous and I might get killed. And this path is not necessarily easy, but safer and less likely to get me, you know, lost or blown up or killed or sent to hell. You know, if you can choose ahead of time, 
like this person has a, a troubled past, a difficult family, mental illness and all that. And, and if I date them, there's a good chance that my kids are going to struggle with some of those things. Or if I choose to date this other person who comes from a stronger family and a better background and, and you know, just, just has a, a better outlook, then the, the likelihood at the outset of that decision process is a leveler path. And the Bible says it's wise to choose a level path. So we're going to talk about that. I'm going to give you back that old episode. Make the bad thing hard and the good thing easy. Right now as I talk to you, it's 5 o'clock in the morning. I've already got my workout clothes on. Why? Because Lisa and I are trying to get into better shape, right? I got to, I'm going to be on stages and in front of a lot of people in a few weeks when my book comes out. And I don't want to look like I'm super out of shape and, and tired and worn out. I want to look healthier and I, and I want to feel better and I want to be happier. So... I've figured out that if I first thing in the morning, instead of putting my pajama pants back on, if I just have my workout clothes at the bedside so that my feet land on them literally when I get out of bed, then I put my workout clothes on. That's one more barrier that I've removed to getting my workout done before I go to the hospital in the morning, right? If you roll out of bed and you get your thing done and you're drinking coffee and you go, oh gosh, I better go work out. But my, my workout clothes are in the laundry basket and they're not folded and I gotta go rummage through them and oh, the dogs are in there and I might wake them up. Like then you put a bunch of barriers in your way to doing the thing that you want to do, right? You haven't made a level path for your feet. So if you learn this wisdom of doing the, the, the thing that's gonna make ultimately your goal easier to obtain, then you're making a level path. So let's get into that quiet time. There's a song from Elevation Worship on there that'll just kind of help you get this day started in a healthy way. And at the very end, I'm going to play our second dose of hope. We're going to play Tommy Walker's song, I Have a Hope Again. I'm not going to play it a hundred times in this season, but just want to give you that song so it starts rattling around in your head as a little prehab for you. When we're talking about a hundred doses of hope for season eight, I want you to have this song. It's just let it wire into your brain. I have a hope. I have a future. I have a destiny that is yet prepared for me. My life's not over. A new beginning's just begun. I have a hope. I have this hope. I want Tommy's words to wire into your brain and start to rattle around when those massive things start happening. Wait, this isn't the end. I have a hope. I have memory and I have movement and hope is a verb and I can flex for it and fight for it and I can find meaning and purpose again and I can change my life and I can change my mind and I can start today. Hey, are you ready to change your life? If the answer is yes, there's only one rule. You have to change your mind first. And my friend, there's a place where the neuroscience of how your mind works smashes together with faith and everything starts to make sense. That place is called self-brain surgery. You can learn it and it will help you become healthier, feel better, and be happier. And the good news is you can start today. Thanks, Lisa. Hey, so glad to have you listening today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I live in Nebraska in the United States of America with my incredible wife, Lisa, my father-in-law, Tata, and the super pups, Harvey and Lewis. I'm a neurosurgeon and an author, and I'm here to help you harness neuroscience, the power of your brain, faith, the power of your spirit, and good old common sense to help you lead a healthier, better, happier life. Listen, friend, you can't change your life until you change your mind, and I'm here to help you learn the art of self-brain surgery to get it done if you'd like the show. Please subscribe so you never miss an episode and tell your friends about it. If you tell two or three friends this podcast was helpful to you, imagine how much good we can all do around the world together. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I'm here to help you change your mind so you can change your life. Let's get after it. Good morning, my friend. This morning in quiet time, I'm finding myself back in Hebrews chapter 12. Of course, we talked about 12.1, Hebrews 12.1. 
since we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let's throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. So if you're going to try to finish strong, you're going to have to throw some things off that have been weighing you down. And you're going to have to hold on to some things that make your journey easier. And down in verse 12, 12 and 13, therefore strengthen your feeble arms and weak knees, make level paths for your feet. I've talked to my kids about this a lot. Sometimes, yes, there are mountains in life that you can't control. You're going to lose somebody. You're going to find out there's a a diagnosis or a problem you can't handle. COVID-19 is going to come along. There are some mountains that come along in life that are difficult to handle and some valleys that are hard to go through. But sometimes the things that we do create mountains for us. And so the idea of making level paths, friend, is just to look at your life and the decisions that you're going to make today And you're going to say to yourself, what can I do to make tomorrow a little bit easier, to make tomorrow a little bit more likely that I'm going to accomplish this goal that I have or get rid of some problem that's holding me back? And the idea of strengthening your feeble arms and weak knees by letting God help you bear your burden and making level paths for your feet is to just make a decision today that you're going to get out of your own way. As my father-in-law Tata always says, be kind to yourself. So if there's something that you're doing in the evenings, for example, that makes tomorrow harder instead of easier, maybe you need to change that habit, that that performance. If there's something you're doing at work that's making your ability to get promoted or to accomplish some goal that's making it harder instead of easier, make a level path. Not everything has to be an operation. We always say in the OR, don't make an operation of everything. And as I told the patrons uh, a while back, don't a good baseball player has to learn how to take a pitch from time to time. Like you don't have to respond or react to everything that comes along. Sometimes there's wisdom into just letting something pass you by because it's not part of your path to getting to the place that you need to go. Make a level path. You don't have to swing at every pitch. You don't have to make an operation out of everything. But also know that God will level some of those paths for you. There's a song from Elevation Worship called Do It Again. He talks about, I've seen you move a mountain and I know you will do it again. And that's our focus for today. How do we make level paths for our feet? How do we get some of those mountains of our own making out of the way so that we can let God help us with the real ones that are along, that are going to come along inevitably? So that's the focus for today. We're just going to pray through Hebrews 12, 12 and 13. Let Elevation Worship take us out with Do It Again, and I'll see you tomorrow. Father God, thank you for this day. Thank you for the opportunity to worship you and to come together in this great community around the world. The people who are trying to figure out how to accomplish everything that you have in store for us and and to achieve your will for our lives, to bring honor and glory to your name, to not misrepresent you and bear your name in vain. And Father, sometimes the, the mountains that come along in our lives are of our own making. And we need your help to to see clearly the decisions that we're making and how they're going to affect us tomorrow, how they're going to affect our families for generations, how they're going to make a difference or make things easier or harder in the future. And then give us strength for today to make wise decisions so that the things that we do today and the way that we live out our lives today will make tomorrow more likely to be still on the path. Help us to strengthen our feeble arms and weak knees. We do feel weak, Father. We feel feeble. We've had two years here of this this difficult situation, and sometimes we don't know what to do. But we know that you're always out there, ready to bear our burdens if we just ask you. We know you're knocking at the door. We want you in, Father. Help us to make a level path and be wise today. We've seen you move mountains before, and we know you can do it again. Even the ones of our own making, we know you can take care of. Be with us, Father, and help us to... 
press in to no slip November and help us to make level paths for our feet. Help us to make decisions today that will enable us to be more like you tomorrow, to be a better witness for your kingdom. Help us to, to let you show us the path that you would like us to take. Help us to start today, Father, in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Friend, I'll see you tomorrow. Press in, make a level path, make today count. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow.
Hey, thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the show so you automatically get every episode. And if you like the show, you'll love my weekly letter. Check out my writing at drleewarren.substack.com, drleewarren.substack.com. Get the free newsletter every week for my best prescriptions for becoming healthier, feeling better, and being happier through the power of faith and neuroscience smashing together via self-brain surgery, drleewarren.substack.com. And if you need prayer, go to the prayer wall at wleewarrenmd.com slash prayer. The theme music for the show is Make Us One by Tommy Walker, graciously provided for free by the great folks over at tommywalkerministries.org. Check it out and consider supporting them, tommywalkerministries.org. Remember, you can't change your life until you change your mind. And the good news is you can start today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren. I'll talk to you soon. God bless you, friend. Have a great day. Dwell in the house of my great king, no I am.
Say it with me. Come on, say it. 